Hi, this is episode number four. I'm still Pano, and I want to speak to you. First of all, <laughs> first of all, I want to tell you something that has been ringing in my in my mind for the whole day. <laughs> The tuk-tuk guy whose tuk-tuk I took took me to two touristy temples. <laughs> Today I want to give you 10 tips to truly travel. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful though? Ah, that's beautiful. The tuk-tuk guy whose tuk-tuk I took took to me. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Took me to two tourist temples. But yeah, today I want to, to give you 10 tips to truly travel. Like, uh, of course, there is a difference between being a traveler and being a tourist. They say travelers don't know where they, where they are going and tourists don't know where they've been. I think that's very true, though. I mean... It's it's the lines the line between the two is bold, you know. So today I want to give you ten tips that can make you a true traveler. Number one, be good. When you are at a destination, try by all means to be a good person, you know. It's so easy to fall into a trap, to fall into your small little world. And when you're traveling, you are at your destination, you forget everything and you make the whole thing about you. It's so easy to fall into the mentality of being self-serving at all moments, to think that the world has to conspire, the people around you have to bend over backwards to serve you to make you happy to to make your expectations come true it's so easy just be a good human being just because you're traveling doesn't mean that you don't have to be moral just because you're traveling doesn't mean that the rules of being a human being don't apply anymore do not pollute if you can't pollute in your own country, at home, don't pollute at the foreign country. Just because you are going to leave that country in a month or so, doesn't mean that you should be living as if it's temporary. Because the place where you're visiting is a place where other people live. And when you do that, you build a cycle of negative energy and negative things and negative actions. You know, you do that you you are a bad person first of all you are setting an example you're giving people assumptions or people who live there people who see you doing bad things as you are the tourist actually think that everyone who is like you is that way and you send that negative energy and bad assumptions or wrong assumptions about what it means to be a traveler people will think that people who visit their, their country actually suck they just they just go there to do bad stuff to pollute to disrespect the locals don't do that don't disrespect people don't disrespect their culture don't disrespect their rituals and their religions and the things that they treat with respect do so and don't be cruel don't be cruel to people and animals if you think it's wrong to to do something in your country, why would you do it in another country? We think that traveling and paying a price for something actually gives us a license to forget the things that we are not supposed to do or to kind of it's it's like we are being given a license to kill that that is not the whole thing about traveling. Just because you bought that expensive 
plane ticket doesn't make it justifiable to do wrong things. Be a human being and things will go easy. And don't forget to say sorry. Don't forget to say please as you would in your own country. Number two, 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 two. Breathe. <laughs> Take time. That's number two. Take your time. When you're at a place that you've never been to before, usually everyone that's around you is, if you're surrounded by locals, they know exactly what they're doing. And more especially when you're in a CBD or the central place or the, the city, the city moves so fast. If you go to Mumbai train station or you, you go to Beijing, Beijing train station, or you go to New York City, you will realize that everything is just moving so fast. Don't, when that happens, don't, don't just rush into everything. Take your time to absorb everything, you know, like if the place where you are at is moving very fast. You need to slow down to really take in the place. Take your time. Relax. You know, to truly travel is to is to be in a position where you find yourself with a lot of time and not not necessarily not necessarily a lot of money. You get it. Number three, travel for people, not for places. You know, it's so easy to say that, I, you know, I've, uh, okay, let me not. So I'm going to get into that. I don't want to run into different tangents. So it's, it's gonna make you it's gonna make you a better person when you travel to see people and experience places from the perspective of the, of the people who live there travel for those people don't make the trip about the places where you are going to don't make the trip about the monuments that you want to see because what's the difference between seeing the taj mahal and the the, the pyramids and the the statue of liberty and the table mountain and the beach or venice what's the difference between see seeing it in real life and seeing it on a on the magazine or on tv what's the difference between that there isn't any different it's just the same as seeing it through the glass of a uh, through the screen of a car through the window of a car or through the window of a moving train. What's, okay, what's the difference between seeing something with your naked eyes and seeing it through a glass and seeing it through a television and seeing it seeing it on a photo or on a magazine or in a newspaper? What's the difference? What, what constitute really perceiving something with your eyes? What, sorry, what, what constitute experiencing a place? I don't think there's a difference between those things. They kind of overlap and the, the, the definition of seeing and perceiving and experience is a little bit philosophical that I wouldn't want to jump into it right now. What makes experiences different is the people that you meet there and I'm not talking about the people who are just as you, like the people who are traveling that you meet. It's like you coming from different places to stare at this screen and the only thing that you have in common or the only thing that you exchange about anything, the, in, the only exchange that you have with them, the only experience that you have with fellow travelers or fellow tourists is the things that they know and, and their pre-assumptions pre and the, their ignorance. Is, it's just a bunch of people who don't know better about a place and you just discussing about the place and you talking to guides and that and then from there you go back home would it would you say that you actually traveled wouldn't it be the same as hearing from a person who's been there 
what makes traveling traveling or what makes a good experience or what makes an experience that changes you or an experience that you will never forget is not the things that you saw it's the people who live there when you travel to i need to to write something down before i forget it when you travel to a place what makes that trip the trip is the people who live there trying to understand how the why the places look like they look trying to understand why the statue looks the way it does trying to understand why the landscape and the old buildings and the cities are shaped the way they are trying to understand the things that are in a museum trying to understand the things that are in a park in a street a road a mountain the sh- anything that has been shaped by humans you can't do that and leave out the humans who are left living in those places you can't you don't want to understand you don't want to know about the taj mahal and not want to know about the people who live around it you don't want to know about the pyramids and not want to know about the descendants of the people who built the pyramids you don't want to experience the monuments and the famous places that you visit without wanting to experience it through the eyes of the people who live there because those places are the way they are because of the people who used to live there whose descendants are living there today why would you want to miss that which brings me to this i would i don't know if i can call this number 3 but if i call it number 3 then i'm going to be having 11 and i i call this 10 tips to truly travel so it's just going to be under this one because it also is kind of related i don't i don't like to use the way the word hate but i do i think i kind of hate people who say i don't hate them oh god I just I I just think it's plain stupid to say to have that mentality of saying you will hear I've had a lot of people travelers and tourists alike saying something like yeah I I I I did the pyramids today and tomorrow I'm going to do Cairo and yeah next month I'm going to do uh, you know you know what I'm talking about What do you mean by I did the Taj Mahal? What do you mean by I did the I, you know people like people have a list of things that they want to do and and they they it they feel like they they are obliged to do that. They feel like they are supposed to do that. You don't no you don't have you don't you don't have to. You don't do. You don't No, you don't do Mumbai. You get it? You don't do Rio. Nobody does Rio. What do what do you mean? What do you mean I did Rio? Hmm? What do you mean? I did I just I just did the Colosseum. I I just did the Statue of Liberty. I just did What do you mean by that? People like stop. People like stop wanting to compete and wanting to check boxes just so people can approve of the things that you do you can go to a to a to a place with a famous monument and live without seeing the monument there's nothing wrong with it unless you are curious about it unless you think that's going to make you a different person unless you think you're going to have a great experience unless you think you you it's it's gonna make an impact in your life because what's the purpose of traveling after all to travel we are traveling to understand stuff not merely going to a place and seeing it and writing that i saw you could have seen it on the screen i mean i've done almost everything if that's the case if i have to do that 
do I do I need to go to a place to to know about the place? You don't you don't necessarily we are not traveling to know about the, the things that are around. We are traveling to experience the things that those things influence. You are traveling to you are traveling to experience the things that the pyramids shape you get it you are, you, are, you are traveling to experience the life through the eyes of the people who are influenced by the pyramids that's what i'm talking about you don't do you don't do this and do that and do that you travel you experience it i mean i've i've rarely had someone saying that i experienced i i i experienced the whatever the thing they went to see or whatever experience they may have had people don't use the word experience because they know that they didn't actually experience it they say i did this i did the golden triangle why you, did you have to do it in the end the things that will matter when it comes to traveling is the feelings that you felt the senses the the things that weren't quite right the things that you were not used to the feelings that you felt you get what i'm saying because these days technology has has improved so much that you can actually see the temples of Kajurao f- from your, your your computer screen there's 3d like you can see it at every angle and it looks even better than in real life because you can actually zoom into things to heights where you can't reach only a, a, a only a what do you call it a drone can see such things you know you can even see things that you can't see even if you go there you get it so what's the difference between going to a place and seeing it on your screen with 3d technology you get what i'm talking about which brings me to number number four is it number four yeah I think this is very important and something that I do almost always. You know? Travel when you can't because when you can, you won't. It's so it's so easy. You know, a human being, your mind, your brains, our minds work in, in, in such amazing ways. We are able to deceive ourselves like you're deceiving your own brain using the same brain that you are trying to deceive. You get it? So it's easy for us to lie to ourselves. It's easy for us to make an excuse. So you are making an excuse using the same brain that you are making an excuse to. You get it? So it's so easy to give yourselves reasons not to travel. It's so easy to give yourselves yourself excuses and it's hard it's sorry it's it's also easier to travel when you can't you know when you can you want when every when when the stars are almost aligned that's when you can but you want because you're gonna think no i still have to do this do it when you you are less likely or less able to do it you know that time when you've got money but you don't have time what's 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 standing you between what's standing between you and and taking the trip if you sorry if you've got a star aligned and that one thing can can actually enable you to 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 travel like when you when you are less able to do it and you do it it's gonna be easier than you thought you know 
it's easier to travel when you don't have money than when you do have money. I don't know if you understand this. You know, people who... We expect not to travel are people who can travel. You get it? Because it's... it's I don't, I don't understand how it works. But it seems like... Have you, haven't you seen the richest people on earth? They don't travel that much. But you, you've... Actually, you've... Mo- oh, come on. You've heard a story about a guy who didn't have a cent to his name. And he started hiking. And he went to... He traveled to every single country in the world without a cent to his name. He did it when he can't. And it was possible... It's usually that way. I don't know why it's that way. Maybe it's the way nature works. You know, when you've got when you've got money and when you've got time, things happen. Things there comes there comes things that demand that you use the time that you have and the money that you have for something else and usually not for very good reasons. When you do have the time and the money to travel, you won't. Trust me. So travel when you can't, because when you can, you won't. You know? I I actually use this phrase when I'm talking to my friends. Like, those who can, sorry, those who can't will, because those who can't, sorry, those who can't will, because those who who can want, you know, the people who who can do something or who we usually expect to do something, usually don't. We we stand there like a deer on the road, stuck, when we've got everything given to us and we don't take a shot. And we see people rushing by and they're going and and they don't have everything aligned. They don't have every single reason to do it. They don't have... With, like People we are less likely to see doing things usually are the ones who do those things. You know? And it's much more easier to do big things than it is to do small things, you know? I don't know if it's about the way our mind minds work because if you've got like a small goal today and your goal today is to not smoke a cigarette. Let's say that you smoke three times a day and you tell yourself that I'm not going to smoke one of those cigarettes. I'm going to smoke one. You actually, you are more likely to smoke all three or even more. That's because you set a very small goal. But when the goal is, it's, is big, like B-H, B-H-A-G, like they, they say big or huge, audacious goals. I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's the, the reward thing that happens in our minds. When a goal is huge, we are more likely to achieve it and even more. But when the goal is small and there is less incentive to do th- to do it or to work towards it, we don't we don't feel even the energy to you know to do it. Do you get what I'm talking about? Which brings me to number six. Flow with the goal. Don't go with the flow. Like, flow with the go and don't go with the flow, you know? I'm just rambling. <laughs> it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> so, what I'm, talking, what I'm talking about is this. So, going with the flow means that you are, you are effortless and everything around you... Sorry, you are taking effort to go with everything that is effortless. Like... You are applying the energy to get into a river that is flowing. Do you get what I'm saying? 
so flowing with the go it means that you are the one who is not applying any energy and things come to you and they take you by a storm you get it so there's a difference between the initial energy applied so for example going with the flow would mean to join the tour that people want the tourists around in your hostel or in, in at your hotel want you to take with them that's going with the flow because they are the ones suggesting doing something and the flow is big you are going with the flow but you being the flow it means following following signs like people who don't even try to convince you that something is gonna be fun like just saying something that you really like or this thing that you've been seeing the whole day and actually convincing yourself that i should actually look uh, kind of walk into this temple what is this thing what is what is this what is that i've been seeing these people doing these things what are they you are flowing with the go the things are going by you know and they 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 they, they, they spark your curiosity and you just not things coming to you and trying to convince you to do stuff or people convincing you to do stuff stuff that is common but you convincing yourself to do things that are uncommon and things that seem to be small signs and coincidences you get what i'm saying so they will lead you far like if things start to present themselves to you situations just flow with them you know <laughs> you know what i'm talking about and i think i'm on number six i'm not sure turn your inconveniences into experiences or adventures you know i did this i actually almost always do it I don't plan I don't plan my days ahead. When I'm traveling to a place, I don't tell myself that this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. And that that leads to inconveniences. Not planning means that you're going to be inconvenienced when you you want to book a train to go to to Varanasi the same night you want to book the train for the same night or the following day in the morning like i did when i was in new delhi i asked the guy at my hostel to book a train for me to go to varanasi and he told me there wasn't any train and the next train would be in the next two days and i asked him can you tell me which trains are there on the system and he said there's a train that goes to kajurao i wasn't even planning to go to kajurao i didn't even know a thing about it and he said it's a very interesting place and i said just book it <laughs> you know if if a train can go to a place it means there is something trains ju don't just go out of nowhere and drop you in the middle of nowhere that's not how things work people don't build trains to go to deserts just so they can see sand or they can just be alone somewhere trains take people to people <laughs> that's that's what the world is about you know interconnectedness there's no ship or no boat that goes to the middle of nowhere just for the sake of being as isolated so i'm saying that expect the unexpected you know be happy that not not be happy but be be content with not being to with with being inconvenienced you know something is going to turn up and had you taken the plan the plan that you wanted to take 
every chain of event that could have been will never be do you get what i'm talking about like when you plan everything what what happens is that in your mind you create expectations and when those expectations are not reached which is more much more likely to happen more especially when you are in a foreign country where you don't know how things work and you don't know the directions to where and you there's just a lot of things that may go wrong to disappoint you you get disappointed first because things won't go the way you plan and secondly because when you when you plan something in your mind you build this image of how it's going to be okay not only will even when it doesn't disappoint you it may happen the things that you expect to see the people that you experience to you 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 expect to meet and the experiences that you ex expect to experience and the feelings that you expect to feel when you feel those things they won't be the same because in your mind they've already existed you get it i always tell people that the reason why somewhere a place won't be interesting to you or won't won't be as fun as you thought it would be is because in your mind you've already been there where's the fun in being to a place where you've been to and feeling the things that you felt that's not what what makes us happy what makes us happy are, is not feeling the same things every single time that's why people have not really found what it means we actually sorry we we human beings struggle with the definition of love and happiness and joy because we we think that we can define it and it's something that we can tame and pin and expect and we can write it down and we can put it here and leave it here but it's a moving target happiness is not about experience the same things every single time it's about experiencing things are new like things are just refreshing themselves you get it so you become happy by feeling a new feeling and the moment you realize that you are happy the feeling is gone that's happiness i don't know what i can compare it to but the moment you realize that you are happy it disappears and now you've got to search for another experience to to give you a rush and the combination of the rushes that you get from experiencing things different things combines into this big giant invisible thing called happiness and in the end you say i'm happy and then you realize that you're actually getting sadder and then you wake up and without expectations you meet someone you meet something you experience something unexpected things happen you know you don't you go to the beach and you want to read a book and you read it and you go home in your mind you've you've imagined yourself reading a book and that's why it won't make you happy or you won't enjoy it as much as you thought you would but imagine you 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 go to the beach and you realize that it's it starts getting windy and it rains and then it stops raining and because the feeling that you have right now that it has stopped raining you're feeling happier because you are experiencing you are comparing that feeling that you're having then to the the feeling that you had 5 minutes ago when it was raining we are happy in comparison with the moments that we just had or the moments what we ha- that we the things that we thought would happen didn't happen you you get what i'm talking about Th- things don't make us happy just because we want them to make us happy you know you can get everything you if ever wanted in life and still not be happy but it's only when the things that you've always wanted are taken away and then somehow you get something or you 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 get it it's just the ups and downs when happiness is just the ups and downs the bumps the troughs and the you know the highs and the lows because the highs real make you realize 
how low is low or how sad it is to be low when you are at a high then you you become happy because you know what it is like to be at a low and you get to a low and then you get to another high and you get to another low that's that's it so you go with the flow and take the the, the take the, the the inconveniences and turn them into adventure don't be don't be mad just because something didn't happen the way it was supposed to happen or you know what i'm talking about and when you when you when you when you when you turn those inconveniences into adventure somehow there is something that lies there is something that lies in in the mist there is the mystery in in not knowing what's going to happen and surprises await you you know i don't i don't know if you try to draw a line in your mind try to draw a line and draw a branch on that line and draw 15 other branches on that small branch and draw other 15 branches on each and every single branch every single thing that you are doing right now and everything that you will do from this moment can be something else like you can take the the, the left sorry robert frost's poem the road to, to the road not taken not taken to rose diverse in a yellow oh wood and which one did i take the the one less traveled like you can uh, there are billions of possibilities there are billion there are billion paths and it's the path that we don't know about that that makes us feel happy or makes us feel sad and that sadness is essential the moments of sadness and the moments of crying and the moments of disappointments those moments are essential maybe you want to create a disappointment by imagining something and wanting it to happen the way it but that's that's actually killing yourself that's a mental suicide you don't want that you want to see to experience things as they come to you i'm not saying that forget your wallet deliberately i'm saying that expect that things are gonna happen and no note in your mind that they are not they're not gonna happen the way you think they will you know it's gonna rain it's gonna rain if you don't bring an umbrella but i'm not saying don't bring an umbrella i'm saying that something that you didn't expect will happen and no get to realize that when it happens there's a way out and there are a billion possibilities you can take uh, the 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 red pill or the blue pill you can take the left route or the uh, the right one and when you take the right one there is a left and a right and when you take the left one there is also a right and a left and it goes on and on forever saying no saying yes leads to another decision is it yes or no you just it's it's just a bunch of doors opening and closing and when you enter another door there's 15 more doors you get it so you're actually creating things as they happen and that opening a door thinking there's nothing and you actually find something meaning for example meeting someone new that you never thought you would meet and you couldn't have you wouldn't have met hadn't you said yes to something you get what i'm talking about so which brings me to number seven <sighs> blend in and accept everything you know it's this is this is this is a little bit challenging blend in you know the stereotypical asian middle eastern southeast asian traveler or south american traveler trying to blend in but wearing the things that the locals don't even wear looking looking like a peacock 
<laughs> around chicken around chickens like i've seen i've seen you know i've seen people traveling in india and they would be wearing things that they assume things they assume are worn by indians but actually indians have no idea what the things are blending in doesn't mean trying to wear things that are exotic just because you are in india they may be exotic but that they are not necessarily indian blending in not that doesn't mean i'm not saying dress as the locals dress but try to it's easier to 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 experience to have a genuine experience when the people you are around who are the locals don't see you and they don't see you as a different thing or an organism that's different from you try to to build a common ground between yourself and the people you are around who are the locals try to to build a common ground try to talk about the things that you have in common just so you can build a bridge through which everything can happen and they can treat you like they are treating a local person or their friend and then they can open the doors to the things that they would never open to a normal tourist you get what i'm saying put your, your your fancy phone in the bag in your pocket put put your sunglasses away put your map away and try to blend in do the things as they are supposed to be done or you know don't don't go don't go to these countries and and look forward to eating the western meal a western meal just because you are from a western country i'm not saying that you shouldn't once in a while eat at mcd's and such i'm saying that you will never remember that you you even ate a mcd in 10 years trying to explain it to your grandchildren you won't say that i went to china and i ate a kfc you will never remember that but you will remember eating something that you had no idea what it was and it tasted like nothing that you've ever known and you've got that memory of a taste that you can't even define or you can't even compare to anything else that you know you get what i'm talking about so take things as they come blend in and accept accept everything you know when you accept things as they are when you accept things the way they are you it it actually reduces the risks you know like when people don't see you as a foreigner anymore they they feel free around you and when they feel free they open up they open their doors they open their their houses to you you know they invite you to their weddings and to their parties and their houses and their homes and you see the world through their eyes which is much more real and which is which hasn't been experienced by a lot of people you know you are earning people's trust through building a common ground and building bridges you know people don't just out of nowhere see someone that doesn't look like them and open their hearts and their houses and their doors you know i i once watched this video on youtube it was ah oh, i still remember that video it was about a man who went to meet a a tribe like a tribe that that lived in the forest in some thick forest i don't remember where it was but it's it's that a tribe that had never seen a white person before and when that guy appeared out of nowhere with his western vest and his boots and hats and cameras and mirrors and such people people who lived there were actually afraid they 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 didn't there was nothing they can compare him to he looked like another animal threatening their existence and then slowly they came close and in the end they started touching his hand and brushing and trying to to understand that this thing looks like us but it isn't quite and they were afraid they there was they they were touching that that man as if he would bite them or somehow he would just 
magically make them disappear. And in the end, he was calm enough to let them come to him. I think that was in Papua New Guinea somewhere in 1990 or 1980s. It is, it, that video shows you it's it's a moment in time a moment between seeing something that doesn't look like you and killing it or having mercy or having a little bit more curiosity and you know it it takes at any at any moment that man could have been killed at any moment but there, there was you know it's just a flow of of things like Anything could have happened. That's what I'm saying. Because the men didn't look like anything they've seen be- they had seen before. And anything that we see and we'd never seen before, we either fear we wanna kill or we want to we want to we want to tie it and make sure that it doesn't bite us until we understand what it is and the things that it does and the things that it doesn't do. You get what I'm talking about. Which brings me to number eight, seven. This should have been number one to me, (laughs) B.I.G. Rule number seven should have been number one to me. Keep your family and you... you, Oh, God. (laughs) What did he say? Keep your business and your family completely separated. Money and blood don't mix like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't want to swear. So number seven, empty your bag and empty your mind. Fill your pockets and fill your time. Empty your bag. Empty your bag because you, you're you going to need a lot of space in that bag because you are going to a place, okay? When you make space in your bag, carry less stuff. That's, that's just... I mean, if you come on, that's a common travel tip right there. Empty your bag. You you are doing it first of all to lose weight. Sorry to to yes to lose weight. So you don't wanna be weighing yourself down and stopping yourself from going to places and saying yes to things and you know you don't wanna be tied down to your hostel. You wanna you wanna be at a point. You wanna be in a situation where if you go to town and then you meet some people and you want to go with them or you meet you you find a train and you you can just decide out of nowhere to just take things as they come you get what i'm talking about so you don't want to tie yourself down to a hostel having to go back to your hostel to pick up the bags to pack and check out and do stuff like that you want to have as little weight as possible and secondly you're doing it for safety reasons you don't want to be occupied preoccupied with concerns or on whether your bags are safe or not, on whether you you are... I mean, every, I've seen it when people are traveling, they arrive at the country, and now they they can't do stuff because they are waiting for their airport to deliver their bag to their hostel. Oh, God. Why would you want to do that to yourself? Empty your bag and empty your mind. Emptying your mind is... <coughs> sorry. Connected to what I was talking about on the past uh, on the second episode about having an open mind empty your mind go to a place with an open mind with no pre assumptions or preconceptions go go with a with go to a place with a mind of a baby pretend you don't know anything about a, any pla- a, a, the place you are visiting and you're gonna learn more than you would have when you you know, it's easy to learn when you don't know anything that to, to relearn or to... You get what I'm talking about. So empty your mind, empty your bag. Fill your pockets, you know, fill your pockets. Carry more money than you think you will ever spend, if that's possible. If you have money, don't leave, don't leave a bunch of money at home only to realize that you... It could have... It could have enhanced... Or prolonged your experiences, you know. Less stuff, more money, 
an empty mind and fill your time what i mean by fill fill your time is don't go to a place i don't i don't i don't understand people who do this you go you are we are from you are from canada you, and you go to to the united states or you go to south america or you go to europe or you go to the uk or you go to russia and you take your favorite collection of novels and you go to a place and you they in a hostel and there are people around you and you are reading a book why would you want to do that couldn't is it is it different it, i i don't know about this is it different reading the the oh, harry potter <laughs> series <laughs> at a foreign place like, like seriously like you ignoring people who are around you people you you will never ever see again just so you can finish your novel like i've seen people who do that going to a hostel and starting to read their favorite books and starting like ignoring people you know like seeing people as as obstacles you i've seen that don't go to, to a place and 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 fill up your time with useless things you know fill your time with experiences don't 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 ever be at a moment where you are at a foreign place and you're just chilling by yourself and you don't have anywhere to go you just there you know i've seen people kind of like you oversleep as if you are at home you don't want to speak to people you're always saying no to things and you're just there you're lying on the couch watching tv reading a book why would you go to a place and be the same person you are and do the very things that you do when you are at home ah god this brings me to number 9 experience a place as it is not as you want it to be this i mentioned this on episode 2 like it's it's so easy and this was also part of uh, tip number 2 no tip number 1 like experience it as it is not not what it, what you expect it to be like people around you are not supposed to make your dreams come true and the trip that you book that the trip that you booked can turn out to be something else in our minds we make up things of how we want the trip to take place and we've read the guidebook that told us to look to the right and to drink that 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 beverage to eat that meal to go to that place and see that person and talk to these people and watch the thing and touch the thing you know like this guidebook that we have they tell us to do exactly the things that they want us to experience because that's how they experience them you don't have to touch the thing you don't have to talk to that guy because the guide book recommends them <laughs> you don't have to look to the right you know experience the place as it is not as like don't don't you know there's there's like there's a subculture of tourism you will see people doing things the things that seem out of place when you go to a place and some things more especially at a touristy spot and things are just out of place the you know novelties you know things designed for tourists you know don't 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 take part into the, in in those things they are not genuine their places there their malls and buildings and there's like a whole industry designed for tourists designed to to bring people from different countries together to to have an experience at a foreign country an experience that's not even native to that place you know you are not experiencing the place as it is you are experiencing the place as they want you to experience you can buy an experience trust me you can buy an experience but you can also experience a, a place for the amount that it costs at that place you know even for free <laughs> so ignore 
ignore the industry ignore the industry ignore the things that are designed for you ignore the things that are designed for people ignore just uh, and don't complain if things are not going the way you thought they would go don't complain which brings me to 9.5 <laughs> don't ever compare the place where you are at with the place where you've been or your home country it's so easy to do that like what this is so expensive at home i would get it for this much but you're not at home you know there is there is a right way of comparing things knowing that things are different here and at home they are this way but not complaining because of the way people do things differently from your home country you know don't complain and don't compare a place and don't expect the places you visit to be to adapt the things that you are used to you know don't think that uh, i've spoken about this like wanting to wanting the world to adopt to the things that you know wanting wanting people to make things easy for you wanting th- people to do things as you expect them to do them you know experience the place and as it is and don't complain don't complain and don't compare you know things are the way they are because they are the way they are and they are the way they sh- they should be you know there are things at your home country that a person from wherever can come and think is stupid you know we all do things differently the reason to travel is for us to see those differences and try to understand the common ground and and solve problems by copying from other people copying the things that work for us and discarding the things that don't work for us but you don't discuss you don't discard the things by by criticizing a place negatively you know we can all learn things from both good and bad people from bad people we learn the things not to do and from good people we learn things to do that's how that's the best way to do it number 10 come back a better person you know in the end what was the whole fuss about why did you save that much money and take your time maybe even quit your job or maybe even get out of your comfort zone leave your beautiful country to go to this place only to come back the same person which is part of the 9 the, the 9.5 not complain not comparing the place with your home country but learning from them and taking some things and leaving some things coming back a better person means that you've seen the things you've seen the way people live you've seen some things that you really i mean there's no way you can go to a place and you don't like something they do and you don't unless you go to a touristy spot and you just there the whole time and you're staying at the same hotel chain and you're all surrounded by the things that were built for you to see and designed for convenience for you you know come back a better person learn learn things and take things home with you both in your bag and in your mind you know the sa- the, the space that you were saving emptying the bag losing the weight before you go to a place is so you can collect experiences you can collect memories you want to remember those things because you want them to make you a better person you are traveling so you can become a better person okay so and when you when you do become a better person you 
you don't only help yourself you help the world become a better person you traveling and learning things from the country where the country which you visit makes you a better person and makes the people around you better people which in turn creates a ripple effect you get what i'm talking about so today sweetie sorry today's podcast is gonna end at one zero zero twenty good